0: unlimited influence podcast episode 41 are you a coach or consultant who wants everyone to know who you are head over to the accelerantgroup.com and grab your free copy of the brand builder formula get ready to accelerate your business results Samantha Riley here and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Paula Trezinsis. Paula or Paula Trezinsis or Paula T as she likes to be called has assisted women for many years to be their own leader. She does this now through her combined coaching and hypnosis 12-week program called You Are the More in Your Life. She helps women to understand themselves and build the emotional resilience that is required to be their own leader so they can go out and live their life free of the shackles of their own mind. She is the author of two number one Amazon best sellers being infertility it's not your fault and her most recent book you are the more in your life welcome to the show Paula so Thank cool to you. have you here
1: it is it's so cool i'm really excited i'm really really excited to be here with you
0: yeah it's going to be a great great time that we have together but i'd love yes. you to pull back the curtain that was a little that was a super brief intro there's you know we it hasn't gone very deep i'd love you to pull back the curtain a little and give us a sneak peek into who you are and what makes you tick
1: Okay. So who am I?
0: Well, I'm a I'm a happy person, I guess. Um <laughs> I
1: I I've got um I've been in this game for quite a while and helping women mainly it's just sort of like fallen into my lap right from when my personal training days when I was a when I was a personal trainer and I've always helped women with their own self-leadership, exercising them, getting them to do lots and lots of boxing and all that sort of thing. And just I think it's sort of the person that I am, I want to be inspirational with people. I like to be inspirational and motivational um, to get really get people thinking of where they are in their life and who who they really are at their core and what makes them tick so that they can go out and live their life how they want to live simply uh, as simply as they can because there's so many complexities and we make life so difficult for ourselves at times. And I I found that we really don't need to have that, that complexity that we have in our life because really life is really simple if you want it to be. So that's really who I am. I like things very, very simple, no complexities. And if something is complex, then I break it down to the simple things and to just be happy with who we are at our core and be happy, really. I love that. (laughs) Let's just go with that. It's about being happy. It is. It's about being happy because... There are so many people, and especially women, that aren't happy. Mm. And I'm, I found that right throughout my whole career, even when I was working, dare I say it, <laughs> for the government, for social security, <laughs> for central oh, wow. oops, oops, oops. <laughs> for for many, many years. And I was the one that was unhappy back mm. then. Mm. And I saw so many people coming in that were – Looking for something else, they were depressed, they were unhappy, they, and that carried on to, and right back from then, I wanted to help people to be happy, you know, to find something else that they're really, what is their purpose? What are they striving for?
0: I would imagine working at Centrelink, you would see the most amazing amount of unhappy people every day. People that feel like they don't have a choice and feel like they're trapped, I would imagine. They're,
1: there they are, they're trapped.
0: Uh, they have no choice. They're victims of their own life and they don't
1: actually realise that there is actually something more out there, out there for them. That they can that they can reach out and and get and I'm finding that every time somebody comes to see me and they think that they have no choice yeah no possibility in their life but yet that's so untrue
0: yeah and that was very much me also when I was a bit younger thinking that I didn't have a choice and being stressed all the time with my children and and running businesses and. I remember when I came out of my 20 year marriage, I, I went to see a kinesiologist and she said, Sam, all you need to do is welcome fun back into your life. And when she first said it, I didn't really understand what that meant, but now I totally understand and I agree with you because it was about making my life more simple and choosing to welcome fun in my life um, and choosing to be happy. And that did come from not being caught up in all of those things that life does to us
1: yeah all the drama
0: yeah absolutely There's just so much drama yeah and, and all- we don't really need it no watch The Bachelor <laughs> oh <laughs> Drama on The Bachelor for me. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, before we go any further, because I do want to deep dive, that's you know, it sounds like there's a, a super long journey there that we can uncover. But before we go any further, I'd love you to share with us what's your business and who do you serve?
1: My business is um, Freedom Thinking, and I serve women who are stuck in their life and think that they are superwoman. Meaning that they spread themselves out so thinly, doing everything for everybody else, and they forget about who they are. And then they come to me and they are, they are exhausted. They have no purpose, no vision, no mission. They want to do something with their life, yet they're so stuck where they are right now that they can't see forward. Mm-hmm. They can't see, they can't see where they want to go, so that's who I serve.
0: So let's go back to you were working at Centrelink and you left there to go into your business. And mm-hmm. was it the same business back then?
1: No, no. i left I left there because I was having problems with fertility, so I left there, i want I was desperately wanting to have a child. And so I found that I couldn't do two things at the same time. So I couldn't do IVF and work at the same time. It was just too much, too stressful. So I left there to, um, to start my having a child. And then while I was doing that, I decided after I had my child, after I had Johnny after 10 years, I decided to, that I wanted to help people and I wanted to become a, a became a personal trainer and I my business then was called energizer health and fitness mm-hmm. and I was a mobile personal trainer. So I was going out and I was going to people's houses and training people at home and I did that for about three about three years or so. And the turning point for me as a personal trainer when was when I went to see this this mother and daughter and I literally had no idea how to help them because they were coming up with so many emotional problems that I was literally crying with them. Wow. I was trying to hide myself not crying. And I was helping them. I was doing, I I believe, well, I know that I was doing an absolutely amazing job to help them. But yet inside, I was freaking out because I was thinking to myself, what am I going to say to them? Mm. These women are so emotional. Mm. How am I going to help them with that emotion? So that was the turning point where I decided, and plus, I got burnt out. I burnt myself out to the point that, I myself decided that I had no purpose, I had no vision, I had no mission because I was working myself to the bone. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going out, I was seeing people, I was running around like a headless chook, literally. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wasn't spending time with my son. He was five years old at the time. And I was running around absolutely like a lunatic yes so that's when I decided to to do my my coaching so I can could get more into the minds of people of how they think how I could help them Mm -hmm. to to become more to become a better person and I realized that I was actually doing that I was coaching people without even knowing it you know and they were they were loving the questions that I was asking them and how I was helping them.
0: So yeah. So in that journey from from leaving your government job into your personal training and then coming into the coaching space, was it a personally was it a challenging journey? Were there things that you had to work through yourself, or was it something that came easily to you? I had
1: to work through a lot of things myself, yeah, because I had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to help people at the time, yet I didn't know there were a lot of limiting beliefs that I had, a lot of decisions that I made at times that weren't really helping me to move forward. I, I, I'm I realise now that I'm I am very entrepreneurial. I have got a very business mind. I'm very business minded. Uh, At the time though, I didn't know, I didn't know what I wanted. I knew, all I knew was here are these people that are coming to me. They're desperate for help. How can I help
0: them? Yes. Yeah. And then that brings up your own challenges of- like you said, confidence of not knowing which vehicle to use, I guess, in a way. And it's funny, I was just having um, a chat with a very good friend of mine only 10 minutes before we jumped on this call. And we were saying that when you go into business – it's, you know, sometimes we we get a mentor or, or a coach that to help us right at the very, very beginning and they do help us, but there's this, there's still this crazy overwhelm that we have to work through ourself of trying all these different things that it doesn't matter who we're getting to help us. It's still not. Okay, just do this, this and this because it doesn't work like that. We have to work through what's going to work for us personally. You know, what's, what's the vehicle we're going to use exactly like you said then? Which vehicle are we going to enjoy the most? Because you were still helping people in personal training, right? So yeah. it was just deciding for you, which, which vehicle felt right for you, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and I knew
1: that I knew that at the time the personal training was the vehicle. But I also knew that there was something else because people were stopping. They, I was training them and then suddenly they would just give up. They'd say, I can't do this anymore. And I, I'm like, yeah, okay, all right, fine. But I didn't know what else to do for them because yes. they were just stopping right there and then. And yes. I knew it was their mindset because I was having the same mindset, you know, like it was, it was like, it was like a mirror. Like yes. I was. It was a mirror that I I could see that you know what what's going on here. Why are they stopping? And that's and that's when I. It took me a while to figure it out what was going on. And then I figured it. I figured out that it was totally only their mindset. They could do what they they could do what they what I told them to do. Mm-hmm. They had the capacity to be able to exercise and. And, and lose weight and all of that sort of thing. Yet they got to a point and then they would put a block right in front of them and they'd say, no, nah, I can't do this anymore, I give up. And then the clients were, were going. And I thought, why are they leaving? What have <laughs> I done? Is it me? And I knew. Now I know that it wasn't me. Yes. But at the time, I took it very personally. They don't love me. <laughs> Yeah. You know, they don't yep. want me. They don't want me. I'm not doing a good enough job. Yes, you No, know, I'm not good enough for them.
0: Yes, and so. I'm sure that anyone listening in has <laughs> felt that before. You know, when you lose a client, it, it's devastating yep. and you can really beat yourself up and yep. sometimes it's because we haven't Serve them properly and sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's just because their time's up and they've done all they can with you and they, they need to go on to someone else. But, mm. um, it, it's a very challenging time when you lose clients, especially at the beginning. And I don't know if you've read it, Paula, but there's a great book called the four agreements. It's one of the, one of the agreements is not to take things personally. And when I read mm. that book, that was super helpful to realize. Ah, oh, it's not all about me. It's actually about other people too. <laughs> yeah. That, that,
1: that, that's exactly right. But at the time, I had no idea. I didn't know. I took it personally because my mindset was: this person needs my help. How can I serve them? How can I give them me to help them in the best way possible? Mm. And so I was giving all of me, a hundred and fifty percent of who I was, so I could help them. And they
0: were still and. And yet it seemed like it wasn't good enough. So when you, were, you went from personal training to coaching, was there, was there sort of a period where you did both or it's you finished personal training and then you stepped straight into that coaching? Space? I,
1: I finished personal training and then went straight into into coaching. But all these things were coming up for me because I still didn't feel good enough to help people. Though I still had a my mindset was yes I want to do it but there was still a lot of blocks so a if, lot of blocks.
0: If there was someone that was in that exact space now that that might be listening in where they're very afraid to take that step into whatever their next journey is, what's what's a tip that you could help them with to to move through those blocks?
1: You know, Sam. There was I remember someone saying to me, a mentor saying to me, keep showing up. And that's how you get rid of your blocks. Just keep showing up. It doesn't matter what you do, how you do it, even if it's the slightest little thing that you do, one small step is actually a big step and that will get you to your next step. And you, and from there, you just keep on going and keep on progressing and you build the confidence as you keep on as you keep on doing that next thing. And then that next thing that you do, you think, Oh, wow, I did that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know? that's a very, very, I believe, a very important point that you mentioned where you said that the confidence comes as you go along because yes. so many people think they have to be confident to make the first step. But in actual right. fact, the confidence comes from taking the steps. Yes. So don't, don't wait for, that time where you feel that it's right because if it feels right it's it should have happened way way before yeah. that yeah. yeah that's a and, great and, point
1: and I also believe that when the opportunity when the opportunity turns up for you you've got to grab it right there and then yeah because if you don't you'll miss out on this amazing opportunity that may not come that may not come by you again so I, I believe in Picking up the opportunity right there and then and grabbing it with both hands and just doing it.
0: Love that. Love that. So Paula, how important has it been for you to build your personal brand coming into the coaching space? It's been
1: really important actually because then it, it shows who I am because mm. people are buying me, especially when I do a lot of, when I do one-on-one and moving into moving into the, the group portion of my business, they're buying me and that's why my my personal branding is important because it's who I am, who I how I promote myself, how I seem to people, um, my authenticity, my happiness, yeah. <laughs> my excitement, <Yep. laughs> my inspiration, yes, and also I, I also believe um, it's about my empathy too, the empathy that I show to people that. In especially with the people, with the women that I help, um, that they are seeking, they are seeking somebody to uh, listen to them, and that's really important. As far as you know, I may be all the excitement and all the happiness and all that sort of thing, but underneath that, I actually listen to people. Yeah, and and I make them be heard, and that's what my personal branding is.
0: Yeah, because the people that are coming to you are in a very vulnerable state. So, they need to be able to trust you 100% to take that really courageous journey. If they don't trust you, you can't help them. So, yeah, yeah. So, there's a ton of working parts to building a personal brand. If you were to choose three things which had the greatest impact in the growth of your personal brand, what would they be? Three
1: things my books, my first book, Infertility, It's Not Your Fault. That was my baby. That was, that was about me. Yes. That was for me. Yes. Uh, that was cathartic. That was to get it out of my head and say, okay, this is who I am. This is my story. It's for you. This is who I am. My books, my training, the training that I've had and the continuing and the continuing training that I'm, that I'm getting. And third one is my presentation, how I present myself
0: to the people. Yeah.
1: How I talk to people, how I come across on Facebook on um on
0: yeah yeah awesome so the first one was becoming an author and writing your book yes. the second one was getting your message right so that you could people could understand what your values are and yes. and what makes you tick and the third mm-hmm. one the way you present yourself and leverage that message in a greater way i love those three and it's interesting that you brought up that first book was for yourself because i know I read Elizabeth Gilbert in, Hmm. I'm pretty sure it was in Big Magic, she talks about that and says, you know, as authors, we all say we, we want to write this book to help people. She said, but your first book is always about helping yourself. And I know for me also that writing that book allowed me to bury so much of my past and go, you know what? Not even bury it. Just go, you know, I'm done with that. I can mm. accept it now and I can move on. And so I totally agree with you and, and what Elizabeth Gilbert says because that was definitely my experience also. And your second book, You Are the More in Your Life, that's more your authority piece. Tell us more yeah. about that. I'm
1: really excited about that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it, share. I'm just
1: I'm just buzzing I'm just buzzing, buzzing, buzzing about that one. This book here, it's the inspiration behind it is my overseas trip mm-hmm. that we went in April and uh, it's a lot about contrast contrasts in life and it's not a self help book it's getting people to think about who they are and how they travel through life and it's and about uh, if you do something one way there is also another way to do it and so showing people that you can you can uh if you do something if you do something a different way with the different flavors that come in, in, uh, that come in your own life, then things will work out more easily and effortlessly for you. Uh, And that if you want to be superwoman, then yes, you can be superwoman. But remember that superwoman did have, has got a lot of leadership qualities, but she doesn't actually, she never actually used all of those leadership qualities at one time. She is a leader. She is sexy she is all of those things yet she also is vulnerable see she also um has times in her life where she isn't the more in her life so it's about the balance of balancing and yang all that sort of thing the the, who you really want to be it's about authenticity and I talk a lot about my different experiences that I had uh, while I was overseas how I manifested a few little things before before we went the people that I met and what it meant to me and how I put all of those experiences into my life now and prior to that Mm. too so you know it's just an amalgamation of all sorts of all sorts of different different things. It's very very motivational, very inspirational.
0: Who's this book suited to the most? It's suited
1: to the woman who is stressed, is overworked, underappreciated, and is spreading herself out so thinly that they have no time left for themselves and they're just exhausted with their life right now.
0: And I'm sure there is plenty of people that that book's going to help because I know that not so much now but because you're you're usually surrounded with people like you right so when I was at my most stressed that's the people that I was surrounded by was Mm. other mums that were very very stressed Mm. so or or people that are just trying to do everything and life can it just sort of happens slowly a little bit Mm. more stress a little bit more stress until all of a sudden you're like oh my goodness I feel like my life is going so fast I can't get off this roller coaster.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's for mums, for people that are in very, very high positions, corporate, for the normal, dare I say, normal person (laughs) that is, you know, looking for some sort of inspiration for something, for something more that will help them in their life to get them past what's happening in their life right now.
0: Beautiful. Paula, thank you so much for sharing all of your words and your value with us today. It's been lots of fun. It's been inspirational. It's been motivational and all the things that you bring to the table. For my listeners that want to stay connected with you, how can they do that? They can
1: uh, get me on Facebook. Mm -hmm. On um, my uh, page is Freedom Thinking. Mm -hmm. And they can also get me through my website, which is www.freedomthinking.com.au, or they can just simply email me at hello@freedomthinking.com.au. At
0: Wonderful. So reach out, chat to Paula. She's—I've known Paula for a few years from my old Adelaide days when we That's used to right. catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she is lots of fun. So do reach out and say hi. But Paula, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you, Sam. Are you a coach or consultant who wants everyone to know who you are? Head over to the accelerantgroup.com and grab your free copy of the Brand Builder Formula. Get ready to accelerate your business results. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at theaccelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine.